Hi guys, welcome back to Rose Radio. I'm so excited for this week's episode. We have Katie Costa from The Wellness Marketer, who she refers to as her alter ego. (laughs) She's so funny. I freaking love this episode. We basically find out in this episode that we're the same person. So that was very interesting for me. And it was just so much fun to dive into it because really, I feel like we serve like the same demographic, we have the same clients, we seem to have the same mindset. So so much fun to get into, you know, what it felt like to take the leap from working corporate into your full-time business, um, working for yourself, productivity. Um, we went into, you know, having a partner and being a full-time entrepreneur. We really get into it and I just laughed the whole time we said so much fun and at the end we planned something very juicy so make sure you listen to the end to hear what that's gonna be and all the information will be in the bio um yeah but i'm so excited for you to listen to this week's episode if it brought you any value or if you know someone who would benefit from this episode please 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 share it with them um it helps the podcast so much and i would be so grateful um so let's just get into this week's episode but before you go anywhere i really want to tell you about something so exciting so i don't know if you've heard but we are launching a DIY website course and it launches at the beginning of October so there's not much time left but we are launching a six-week course and we will teach you everything how to design your own website so we literally go through every single page all the back-end drama we go through it all I've been working with websites for like eight years now so I really wanted to create a course for those who really want a new website. Maybe they can't afford to work with someone one-on-one or maybe they really just kind of want to learn and learn how to do their own website and do it on their own. So this course is going to help you create the most beautiful website ever. We also have four experts coming on and teaching you about marketing, social media, email marketing, SEO. Um, I'm just really going to give it my all for this course. I'm just going to provide so much content, so much value. I am so excited. So if you want to know more about the course, if it interests you at all, just check out the link in uh, the description notes. It's going to link you to the landing page and it goes over everything that course includes the pricing it's only $85 a week for six weeks so it's super reasonable and if you sign up with this course you also get 55% off all of our branding so it's such a good deal and to work with us one-on-one this is like half a quarter of the price so get in what you can um after this round prices are going up so if it interests you at all if you think this is your time to go online oh baby this course is for you so check out the link in the bio and with that let's get into the episode um i know we hit record but i really want to jump into this pod because i'm yeah so excited to talk to you um i just saw you Story and it was just so cute um and I've been so excited to talk to you about this and just everything like I feel like we're so in alignment like we've had a few chats and I feel like every time we talk I'm like yes this girl I love your energy I love your motivation um so I'm so excited to have you on the podcast I think there's gonna be so many nuggets 
Um, so when we spoke last, you were kind of like in transition of working for someone else, and now you're working for yourself. So I really want to dive into that. So if anyone out there is on the edge, about to, t- about to take the leap, this is your episode, and there's going to be so much. Oh my god! Um, so I'm so excited to have you. So really, just like introduce yourself. If the audience hasn't heard of you, let them know what you, that you do. And I'd love to kind of hear your story. Like, how did the wellness marketer come to be? I'm dying to know. Yes. Okay. Well, that was so, there, there was so much there already. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I tend to do that. <laughs> A saga. We are going yeah. to make this a saga. Um, okay. So yeah, I'll just start with the story because we'll end up at the job place anyways, eventually. Love that. So hi, everyone. First day, I'm also freaking. I'm like literally sweating. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Rose Radio. Um, But my name is Katie Costa, aka the wellness marketer. I call her my alter ego. And it's basically just the name of my business. I'm the CEO and founder of The Wellness Marketer, which is a marketing solutions company for health practitioners and wellness businesses. So I basically just offer tons of marketing services to people from like my group coaching programs, uh, zero to a thousand, which is a 12 week holistic marketing program, like through to complete marketing management with like taking over like your email marketing Instagram, uh, and like paid Facebook ads. So we really like do, (laughs) do a lot. Um, but yeah, like Instagram is my vice of choice. I'm self-proclaimed Instagram expert. We can also talk about the fact that I literally am about to release an episode tomorrow called how I gained 10 K followers on Instagram overnight, because like, I don't know if you've seen this whole thing. That you have 10 K followers. Yeah, bro. Yeah, babe. I'm like, what the fuck? I swear to God, every time I look at your page, you have like 5,000 new followers. I'm like, okay, what the fuck is this girl doing? Well, I need to also tell this story because like I was basically part of this like giveaway and it's a whole thing and I'm going to have a whole episode on it tomorrow. So I guess that's probably better just serve to go there so you get the full experience. (laughs) So I do have a podcast too, the Wellness Marketer Podcast, and I will definitely be doing a counter interview and bringing Marley on to mine. Um, But yeah, that is the Wellness Marketer in a nutshell. And how did I get here? Okay. I've literally been an entrepreneur like at heart, like forever. My dad's an entrepreneur. He has his own mechanic shop. And like, I just grew up like with him being a business owner. And I was like legit that kid like that had a lemonade stand, but like multiple lemonade stands. And I would like, she knew how to scale. Oh, (laughs) I was scaling. I was cutting my juice, my lemonade (laughs) with water to stretch profit. You are everything. You are my idol. I was like seven. (laughs) but I was like, well, I just knew. Um, yeah. So like, I've just always loved business and always loved business, but always loved science. And so I love health and wellness. I was a competitive cheerleader for like, uh, seven years. I went to the world championships like three or four times, uh, such just like a fun world to be a part of. And that's where I feel like my love for like health and wellness really like stemmed from was just like that a uh, place of being a competitive athlete and like, you know, wanting to like work on my performance and 
all of that good stuff. And so I ended up, I was really into sciences. I'm like a super nerd. And so when I went to university, I like found this program called nutritional and nutraceutical science at the university of Guelph. And it was like all about health and science, but like nutrition products and like nutraceuticals is just a fancy word for like supplements basically. Um, so I like literally spent four years studying that. I knew pretty early on, like lots of people who do that program, like end up, um, they end up going to like naturopathic college. Like my best friend just started that, um, physio, like, you know, lots of like health practitioner route. And that's, you know, hint why I'm like ended up where I am right now, but I did a four year undergrad there. And then during that undergrad, you have to get the full story. Um, (laughs) during that undergrad, the, the nutraceutical science part, like we actually did a lot of like, um, regulatory work. And so like, I know like how to navigate like the health Canada website. Like I know how, like what kinds of ingredients are allowed in like health products and like, you know, what they need to do to basically be able to be sold in Canada. And so we had a class and in other regions too, where we had international. <laughs> oh, she's international. <laughs> Miss it worldwide. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So where was I? Yes. So we had these classes that were on like product development because that's like what we were learning about. And from there, I was in third year uni doing this product development course. And I was in a group and we created this prod. We did this project. It was, we literally had to create a company and a product and like have a marketing plan and blah, blah, blah. We created this product, did this like expo and like profs and like, you know, like alumni come to these things. And we got really, really great feedback on our product. Like, Literally, we had someone from like Innovation Guelph be like, give us her card and be like, if you ever want to commercialize, call me. Oh, my God. So we were like, what the F? And then me and my best friend were in that group. And we did like we had always like joked about like doing our own thing one day. But then we were like, why don't we just do something now? Like have our own skin. It was like a, it was an anti-acne treatment that our fake, our product that we made was like a topical, like oat milk based, like, um, like a toner kind of thing with like tea tree and stuff. And it was like mad cool. Like we actually had to make it. And then like, we had like a juice shot. So it was like acne, anti-acne power from like the inside and like the outside. (gasps) And it was like this two in one product and it was mad cool. And so we basically were just super inspired and we're like, we're going to do this thing. And we ended up starting a company called Lynn's and Katie Inc. Like literally Inc. Her mom is a internet, uh, intellectual property lawyer. And like, she filed our corporate incorporation and <laughs> we made small batch personal care products. And like, because that's what I did in school, we like, we actually knew how to like register them with like health Canada and shit and like how to make them legit. So we like had this like charcoal toothpaste thing, like before charcoal toothpaste were were cool. I swear to you, this is like 2016. Okay. We like had this homemade charcoal toothpaste, like an oatmeal face wash. We were talking innovation here. Okay. But like all from our like literal, like sorority house, like style, you know, like uni girls living in a house, like our kitchen counter or like doing spreadsheets while we're like preying for the bar it was like such an experience um you were like chasing vodka shots with your like internal acne wellness shot (laughs) 
literally and it was just like the best experience ever we ended up getting a government grant called um it was like for startup funding and like so i got paid like to run the company full-time that summer between third year and fourth year and then like we got money to like actually start our company and it was like so then we ran it for like a year and a half two years like and we both were basically like finishing our undergrads and had decided to pursue master's degrees so we're like okay if we're gonna keep doing this like we can't stop like we can't keep doing this on our kitchen counter like we knew like it had to just like not be now or like it needs to like scale into like a legit operation obviously we did not have like first run money for like starting a legit company like that or like yeah with distributors so we called it a day there um but Lindsay knows we still have plans to like launch. We call it Lindsay and Katie Grown, and we're gonna we're gonna launch a legit version of it one day. Love that! Um, I'm like, my credit is ready. Yes, I will definitely <laughs> be posting about it. Um, but yeah, so we did that, and that was like my start into business. And so Lindsay was like basically super organized like I'm clearly like you know free spirit creative person and like so she did like spreadsheets and shit and then I was like in charge of learning marketing and I didn't know how to market my business but like you know we I like designed the product packages I built our first website which was my first website I ever built uh, like managed our social media learned Facebook ads like all of the things just from like marketing it for that business which was mad cool and then basically from there, I had a couple people in my network reach out to me because they were like, Hey, like, I see what you're doing there. Like, did you build that website? Can you help me? Like my, it started with these two naturopathic doctors that were in my network, um, you know, just from like my interests. Right. And so I ended up doing a job for the one woman, Dr. Emily. She was like my first legit paying client. And she's still a client to this day. And I like, am so grateful for her. I say she like changed my life. And also Dr. Dre, D-R-E-I, not real, not the other doctor. Like, oh, shoot. What is she doing on my podcast? She has Dr. Dre. <laughs> no, Dr. Dre is not a client of the wellness marketer. <laughs> Not yet. But, yeah, not yet, literally. Um, but Dr. Emily and Dr. Andrea were like the two women that like put me on this path that like were in my network that like were those two first clients for me. And like uh, from there, more people just started asking me for support. And like just that on I knew I wanted to like have my own business. And, you know, and now I'm like fast forward, I'm in my master's. Um, and I was like, you know what? I've been doing these like odds and end projects. I'm just going to start a business. January had rolled around. I'm like perfect timing. I registered my business on January 4th in 2019. <laughs> like I remember the day and I registered as like a creative company. I thought it was going to be like a branding agency and I wasn't even really that good at marketing yet. Um, but I was like, doing my master's. I was starting this like creative agency, working with clients, you know, doing my thing, feeling like a boss bitch. Um, and then like summer rolled around and I was like, I started this corporate job. It was part of like my whole thing with like completing my master's. I had to like, you know, get hours somewhere, but I ended up getting hired in my dream job, which was like a total manifestation. So like side note, <laughs> literally while I'm in my master's, I, apply to this like company that's basically like a nutraceutical like consulting company so like they help bring the supplement products to market like around the world so like we'll do like clinical trials for people and like you know file their regulatory applications and their marketing director who was also an alumni of my program was going on maternity leave 
And long story short, I end up getting the job. And now I'm literally like managing the marketing operations of like a multi-million dollar company, like within two weeks. <laughs> like wow. I was like, hired and like the way it turned around, it was insane. So I'm like, now not only am I finishing my master's, running this agency, all of a sudden I got a big girl job, like salary AF. <laughs> and now I have fucking three jobs all of a sudden. <laughs> but then I <laughs> at the end of August, which was like literally just last year, I was like, wow, I've been doing marketing for a few months now, like the more strategic side, like the work that I was doing with the company. And like, I was like loving it. And I'm like, I want to do this. I'm so much better at this than design. Like my scientific mind, you know, I'm just like an analytical thinker. And I just love like putting the pieces together and like, you know, like creating an outcome. So I ended up switching my business name to Costa Marketing. And then within like six weeks, I was like, actually, this doesn't feel right. I want to like be the face of my brand, like not an agency. And I came up with the wellness marketer and I was like, well, I want to serve like my health and wellness community because like my training, I like know how to talk their talk, you know? And it's like such a shame that science students like aren't taught more business skills. And it's like one of like, I feel like my life's purpose, like my mission, like with this work is to like bring business skills to like science, like trained individuals, because everything in the world is business. And like, we're not taught any of that. And like, I was, you know, people say like, go to school, you know, get a job, blah, blah, blah. And like, but we all know that like a lot of the times it's not teaching you the skills like that you actually need to do the job. Right. Or like holistic nutritionists, like they're like one of my biggest demographics. Cause it's like, you go to school for two years to learn nutrition. And then no one tells you that being a nutritionist is actually running a business. Like, so it's yeah. like, oh, no. But then they don't know like anything about business because they haven't been taught. And then like you Google it, you see all these business terms and you're like WTF. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm the perfect like messenger. Like I'm the perfect. I was like, this is made for me. I'm like, I love business. I love marketing. I have the knowledge. I'm like, I need to marry the two. I need to like teach these people because I get them. And I also yeah. just love it. And now we're like here. So my contract was up. That lady was going on maternity leave, right? Now we're here. We changed to the wellness marketer yeah. about a year ago. So it's only been like a year in the making that I've had my alter ego. <laughs> um, and then so in July, my contract was up and we had our coaching call. And I was like, do I stay or do I go now? They had offered me a full-time job. Um in like January, but I was like, something's calling me. Like, I know I want to, I know I need to try, right? Like, this is my time. Like I I'm single, like I have a boyfriend, but you know, I'm not married. Like I don't have kids. I did buy a house. So there was that responsibility that made the decision a little bit harder. Um, but still I just, then I ended up just taking the end of my contract, like as the end of my contract. And then dove head first into running my business on July 11th, which is like two months ago, had my first 10 K month in August. And now. Okay. I'm actually freaking out by the way, because I haven't heard your whole story yet. And we are literally have such a similar path. I'm actually, it's actually very strange. Like for the example, <laughs> that grant that you did, that was a summer business company, right? Summer company. Yeah. You do know I did that too? Did you? That's how I started Rose Designs. I was a summer yeah. company student in the Guelph region. 
holy shit, I was one in the Collingwood area. But it wasn't Rose Designs at the time. It was called Marley Rose Harris Consulting. So I also went through That's like so a name change. I know, right? <laughs> but she didn't do so well. <laughs> so we got rid of her. <laughs> um, and so I also did that. And then my passion for working with health and wellness also stems from, you know, sorry, the fact that I work with health and wellness professionals is because it stems from my passion for health and wellness. Like I thought I actually wanted to go to school for holistic nutrition, but I'm not, we're kind of like pair opposite in that sense. Like I don't like science. Like I'm just not good at chemistry, but I am very good at like design and creating. So that's why I do websites for health and wellness professionals. Um, so that's very interesting. Also, my dad was an entrepreneur growing up. So I think I was like definitely daddy's girl. Like I looked up to my dad so much. So always I knew, I freaking knew that I'm like, I want to be like my dad. I want to run my own business. I want to be my own boss. And literally me. Oh my God. My my hero. Yeah. So that is just so incredible. And I love hearing your story. Like, and also we've also gotten our dream job and then had to leave it because we knew like working for ourselves was our calling. And I think getting the dream job was a test from the universe to be like, are you actually serious about this? Because you could have easily been like, okay, this is comfortable. This is easy. I just bought a house. I can do this salary and I will be comfortable for the rest of my life. But you don't like comfortable. Like you didn't sign up for normal. You didn't sign up for this life of like, nine to five like you're here yeah so so and I feel the exact same way like the same thing happened to me um it wasn't as a big of a big girl job but I did get these opportunities where jobs would come and it would be like these crazy job offers and I'm like what the fuck like how did I even get this and then and then I would like take it and then I'd be like the whole way I was like halfway out the door of like no I I know I'm not meant to do this this is just like I'm being safe and safe isn't sexy like so then you have to take the leap of faith and then the universe look at you look at you literally this is also what happened to me and that you quit your job and then you had your biggest month ever like that's not a freaking coincidence definitely not and I'm literally loving it oh my goodness oh my goodness and you're killing it so okay yeah so it was so nice to hear your story so Thank you. What about the energetics of like saying no to that job? Because like obviously there would have been a lot of like debating, I'm sure. Or was it just like, yeah, no, I'm out. Like I I don't want to take this job. Or like how did you work around like trusting yourself, your self-worth and knowing that you would be fine and you trusted yourself and everything would work out if you said no to the job? Like what was the energy around that? Yes. Amazing question. Thank you for asking it. Okay. So I kind of, I feel like mine is a little bit different because I had that end date from the beginning, Mm. Um, right where I was, but at the same time, like by January, like literally by Christmas, like they had offered me a full-time position after my contract was ended because like, that's how much they loved me. And literally I'm just saying this to say this because like, it adds context. I was literally by the end of my job reporting directly to the CEO. Wow. And like, this is like a hundred person company. Like it was not like a small company and like, yeah, they had invited me like just like the level of security that I felt like I had 
there, like they didn't let anyone go during COVID. Like they were like, they're such a, they're very entrepreneurial company. And it was just in so many ways, it was more than like, it really was a dream job. Like it was honestly, like if I was going that route, like if I was, it was the only job I applied to. Wow. You're like a multi-manifester. It was insane. Yeah. Literally, like there was no way to describe like just all this the synchronicities that like happened to get there I was like it felt like this was this was literally an option of, of a path defining moment for me it was like this could be my life or this could be my life but so like by yeah. January they had offered me a full-time position after my contract was ending but I just knew that like that was going to keep me from the next level of growth. Like at that point I had been doing about 12 months where like, it really was my side hustle. Like literally at one point, like last summer I was doing my master's and working full time and commuting to Guelph from Mississauga. Cause I moved back in with my parents and running my business. And I was like, literally, how was I alive? I fucking wasn't like, I didn't enjoy my summer at all. And it was fucking terrible. I do not support the hustle life like at all. The less I do, the more I make a hundred percent all day, every day. And like, and so I was holding on to that, right? Like I just have really strong beliefs in like, certain principles like I really do believe in like manifestation law of attraction all the 12 universal laws and like yeah the notion that like it's all energy the less that I do the more that I make and like that was that is what I was working towards and I was like I just knew that to be like an ultimate truth like that's like what comes to mind to me when I say that and it's like I knew what I wanted and I didn't want to build the full-time corporate life And the longer that I delayed it, I was like, the longer it's going to take me to get there. And I honestly, I ran a lot of numbers like that. And I like, definitely don't just like go in totally blind. Like, you know, I was like, Hey, like how much are my expenses? How much do I need to make to like actually live a life? I know I'm going to live like, let's be real. I'm not going to, you know, not go out. Like, why would I want to do that myself? Um, And what am I making right now in my business? And then, you know, where's the gap? like, what do I have to do to get there? And when I actually ran the numbers, it wasn't that scary. Like I did feel like I was in a place like where I was really close to like hitting that number that like would keep me, you know, to like basically pay for my living expenses. Um, I also had a bit of savings, which like helped, but I was like, I just had to like trust and like know my truth. Right. Like that idea of like, you know, are you deciding out of like your highest self or like out of ego and like Catherine's and Kina like said this, thing that was like so good about like knowing if it's your ego and it's like if it you know it like came down to like being a fear-based thought or like a scarcity thought and I'm like the reason that I the only reason I don't want to do this is because I'm worried that there won't be enough like there won't be enough money won't be enough opportunity like it was very scarcity mind like oriented and like then I just knew like okay well then that's not in my highest good at the same time, I'm also a fucking bad bitch. And like, I know I can get shit done. Like I will get it done because I have to get it done. And I trust myself fully in that. Okay. Yeah. 100% agree. And just to jump into like the next question I wanted to ask you, I think it's a perfect segue. So you had doing your master's, doing a job, running your side hustle and like living a life. So 
how, what are the tips you have around productivity? Because you were really doing it all. And I'm sure it wasn't easy. You weren't just like, what to do? Like, this is so easy. Like I, I've been in that hustle mentality of working four jobs and trying to keep the lights on and trying to eat healthy and have, trying to have a social life. Like it's not fun. But now I feel like since you just have one job, like it's probably your like productivity is like tenfold because you know you've been to the place of like working to the ultimate max capacity. So now working day to day, like do you have tips like around like productivity? Like how do you keep your to-do list? How do you, you know, get ahead, push the needle forward? Do you have tips around that? Because I feel like this is a really like something that you would love talking about. Definitely nerd out over it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So Definitely tips. And it's so funny that you say that around like the going at the max and that I must be like so productive now because I was just saying to my boyfriend the other day, I was like, it's 630. I am completely exhausted. I have no idea how I did what I did for the last year. <laughs> like being on the other coffee. Sheer will like sheer determination. <laughs> like I was like, so I just knew, like, I just know what I want and like addicted, addicted to the hustle like of it. Cause I was like, it just has to happen. But yes, in terms of productivity, the best advice I have for productivity is literally do less. Like you don't have to be doing all of the things. 80% of your results are going to come from 20% of your efforts. 80, 20 rule Pareto's law. I am a huge, huge believer in this and think about it. Think about like the things that have actually moved the needle in the business. What caused like the surge of followers? What caused the surge in income, right? Like when people launch, right? Like that's like seven days out of how many days in the month. And it's like when you strip it back into like what's actually generating results and what can I cut away, then you're actually left with a lot less things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of like, right. What, what you have to do, like people, you can't get through your to-do list, right? Cause your to-do lists are so goddamn long, <laughs> but like <Yes. laughs> honestly, trying to be on like six, six social platforms or right. Or like my best is like when my clients come to me being like, I'm so burnt out. I'm posting on Instagram five days a week. My followings plateaued, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, have you tried posting three times a week? And they're like, what? And I'm like, dude, just try it. And it works. And they come back to me and they're like, I feel so much more inspired. Everything's flowing. People are loving my content. Like, and I'm like, what can I say? When you do less, (laughs) it works. Like that's the number one thing. And then I do like the whole delegate delete, automate, whatever order it comes in, delete, delegate, automate. I think that's the three or automate, delegate, whatever. It doesn't work. But what is most important is that delete is the first one. Okay. How many tasks can we delete? Then how many tasks can we automate? So like when people still tell me if you're booking your own appointments in 2020, literally, I will buy you a Calendly e-card for fucking Christmas. Call me like, (laughs) oh my God, 
but <laughs> honestly though, you honestly, you have people who say, I haven't been able to like, you know, I'm not booking any clients, haven't been able to launch a website. And I'm like, okay, yeah, make sure you put your booking link. And they're like, my what? And I'm like, oh, hon. Literally, right? <laughs> think about it. You're just so used to doing the things that you're doing. I I honestly think one of the reasons why like I tend to like, again, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm like going through this program and like, I'm going to brag. And then like I try to stop myself and say, I don't mean to brag, but really in this program, she, you're supposed to brag. And I think that we yes, women we should brag. all be bragging more about our achievements and accomplishments. But that was just like, so sorry if that's what I'm doing when I'm like, wait, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> literally <laughs> don't know if I should say this. And now I distracted myself to what I was going to say. What the hell are we just talking about? We're talking delete automate delegate delegate poundly yes okay crap okay well, well well yes we'll just get back to that but so yeah delete okay. your tasks whatever you can delete um automate figuring out how much of your day-to-day you can automate oh that's what i was saying when you look too closely at something or like you know it's just the things that you do day to day you don't stop to think about how um you know someone else might do those things or how there might be a software that exists that can help you with that and what i was saying that i am going to brag about is that something that i feel like really allows me to like i feel like like my learning curves are always really short or like i can just like i move really fast like it's because i'm constantly like asking myself like how can i do this better faster or not do it at all like literally always and like so I will ask myself like I will literally google like tools for this right like software for this and so things that I automate include like certain like reminders that go out so like I'm running that that live website course that we another synchronicity between us like there's weekly calls I delegated to my assistant to set up automatic reminders to go to all the students like the week before the calls. Boom. Like I have, you know, my appointment is a booking link, um, appointment schedule or whatever is a booking link. Like just so many other like automations like that, like following up with, you know, like leads and like email marketing automations, publishing on Instagram automations, you know, using like automatic caption generators, like for your IGTVs, like that's, not so much automatic as much as the like, yeah, automated booking and stuff, but automating is huge because that's like basically deleting. Um, and then delegating. And that's another reason from the beginning, while I was still a student, I figured out like how to hire an assistant, like for my business. And like, that's honestly one of the biggest like secret sauce moments ever, because like, I just didn't have the time to do it. Like I had the expertise and the vision, but like, if you can structure your business so that you're like just structure it to be profitable. Like, fuck you set your prices. And people are always like, I can't afford to hire people. And I'm like, yeah, because it's literally you are not making your prices so that you can afford to hire people. Like if you, that's how you price something who like, how much does it cost you to get it done? Like we undervalue our time so much, but it's like, dude, I have an Instagram assistant, you know, who I pay like, let's say like 15 bucks an hour. And like, so if, you know, that's obviously not that good of an excuse, but like someone helped me with client work, right? Let's say who does it for 15 bucks an hour. Like I just price my products so that it's for their time and not my time because as a business owner, we like love to give things away for free or discount it. And then it's like, you're not even like paying yourself properly at all, which is just like a whole issue in itself. So yeah, but I love to delegate, literally get help 
restructure your prices. If you don't know how, literally just fucking double them. Like you could probably just double them and you'd be fine. <laughs> like I feel like that's the energy we need. Okay. Just fucking double them. <laughs> Wait, I actually have a question about this. So I am also constantly like, okay, what can we do better? And whenever I bring on a new team member, I'm always like, if you, if I'm teaching you something and you are like, what the fuck? This is makes no sense. Why are you doing it this way? Please inform me because mm-hmm. I'm only doing it this way because I've always done it this way and I just don't know another way. So obviously like I'm in my business constantly always wanting to like be more efficient, but do you have like specific ways that you like, you know, do more of an audit on your business or is it just constantly looking in and like, do you like take time to like look into that stuff or does it just happen automatically for you? Right. Yeah. I definitely don't take time to do it. It's more of just like a constant, it's a constant thing. I'm like, maybe this is just like tied for like my constant need for achievement, but like Enneagram three, anyone, Um, but like, yeah, I think it's on, it usually stems from like kind of lazy girl vibes. Like honestly, like who, who wouldn't like who wouldn't, if I said, Hey, I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars a year to work 10 hours a day or to work two hours a day. What are you going to pick? And you know, what's my favorite, one of my favorite quotes is it's like, it takes the same amount of hours in the day as it does to make $10 million a year as it makes, as it does to take like $30,000 a year. Everyone has the same amount of hours in the day. So what are you going to do to make your money? And that once I heard that, I was like, holy shit, that's insane. Like, so definitely. Actually, I think, yeah. Sorry. Go I ahead. to interject because I heard something s- contradictory about the everyone has the same 24 hours in the day. And I just want to challenge that a little bit. Go ahead. Especially around the like, everyone has the same hours in a day as Beyonce. Because that's not always true like yes it's 24 24 but just like obviously look at Beyonce's life like I don't want anyone to get down on themselves ever like for that around like well no bitch like of course you can't raise two kids work like you know work a job run a business and like maintain a house like all by yourself like all the things Beyonce's doing she also hires people you know, to help her like with a lot of those things. And that's why she like gets to wake up like this, you know? And I just think that's also an interesting perspective (laughs) around, around privilege, around hours in the day and like around how you, I guess, create like what you make of your 24 hours in a day, how you arm yourself for your 24 hours in a day. You know what? I really appreciate that outlook I think that's a really good way to like kind of describe it. Cause I know in like, especially now on Instagram, it's so easy to cop in that like hustle mentality in comparison of like, well, she's doing this, 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 and I'm only doing this. And like, yeah, I totally agree. Like I hate that so much. And I actually get wrapped up in it too. I'm like, well, they've only been like in their business for this long, but they're already making this much. It's like so easy to do that. Oh I just think it's important. Yeah. I just think it's important. Like, I just get a little bit frustrated when people are like, oh, I don't have time for that. Or I, oh, I want to do that, but I just don't have time for that. And then I'll like look yeah. and they're watching like Netflix for three hours. And I'm like, babe, 
like we could not watch the Netflix and open up the Calendly link and design the link. You know what I mean? I think it's very about prioritizing. Like if you want to do it, obviously you can get it done. Look at you. Like you knew what you wanted and you got it done. I think people who are motivated get it done. I didn't watch Netflix for a year. Like, but you want to hear how the other productivity is? I legit did not watch Netflix. I did not watch any shows. Yeah. I don't ever watch a show. I didn't have time to watch shows. You know, it's like at 10 o'clock, I'm like working on my business from six to 10, right. Or like seven to 10 or whatever. Yeah. The fuck is watching Netflix? No. Any free time was like for my family and for my partner and for myself. Like, and you prioritize that. Yeah. And yeah, totally. From that angle, I hundred percent agree with you. So more often than not, it is like that situation. I feel like that you're saying and like, not what I was describing. Um, but yeah, like it's all about, or like how many hours you spent on your phone. Like y'all are lying to yourself. Like if you don't check, <laughs> if you don't check that, like even me, I'm like, I know it's different. Cause like, I kind of like, I do work on my phone, but like people who legit spend four or five hours a day on your phone and like, yeah, like they have trackers for a reason now. Like you should look at that. Look into that, please. Definitely. And okay, wait, I'm totally going to segue here because you just yeah. mentioned it again. And this is actually not a question I wrote in the email. So this is going to be a little surprise for you. But I actually want to talk to you about this. And I'm sure people listening are also dealing with it, not dealing with this, but like going through it as well. So is your partner also an entrepreneur? Oh, we can totally fucking talk about this. No. Yeah. Okay. So is there a bit of resistance around like, okay, I'll just say my experience. So I love my partner. He's so supportive. However, he, he actually is just starting his own business, but I'm like two years ahead of him. And my workload right now is actually mental. So yeah, sometimes I actually do have to work until 10 PM and I actually want to, like, I do want to work until 10 PM. I love my job, but sometimes he can get upset around the fact that like, maybe I'm not prioritizing like value time with together or he just maybe doesn't fully understand what it, he's like, I just don't, don't understand why you can't just like take a break for like 15 minutes. I'm like, it's like, so sometimes we can get into like, just like the energy of like, I'm like, once you get to where like, fully in the job wait what are you sh- oh yeah we're all up white nails what's wrong with us i just thought and- i was like are you kidding me it's not even summer <laughs> love that for us go so yeah so what how, i don't even know what my question is but do you also sometimes how do you if you my experience, experience that, that? Um, yeah. yeah. How do you navigate that? Because I'm kind of like newly in this relationship and I've always been an entrepreneur, like kind of like, mm-hmm. but on my own time. So like since I started my business and like been really in my business, I've been just like single. So I didn't think about anyone else, but now having like a partner and being, I have like two relationships right now, like yeah. my business and my partner. So navigating the two, it's like, I love both so much. And sometimes I have to sacrifice one for the other. Totally. I I can totally relate to that. Like we definitely struggled more like, yeah, when I was like in that like peak of it. Um, yeah. Like 
advice we definitely things have definitely improved like even like before i was full like time business owner like we were kind of able to find some better middle ground um i had certain block out days and times and like i don't know is quality time is literally one of my partner's love languages so it's like it's number one he's like 99 percent quality time <laughs> of course that's how these things always work out right um yeah so i uh was really intentional about like putting block out times in my calendar and then he got like mad at me that like we weren't hanging out we, were, we could only hang out if there was a scheduled time and i'm like but this is me creating the space right so like we have dinner with his parents every week once a week and so like i would like have that blocked off and then him and i would have a date night and then at one point I also blocked off Sundays and like, so those were my work boundaries where I knew like, I just, you know, had to work around those things. And he was really appreciative, like of that, I think. And like, it's at the same time, you know, like we take up what's the word we, um, the phrase, the idea that like we fit ourselves to our containers. Right. So like at the same time, like, because I stopped working at five that day for date night, like did anything really like anything important would have gotten done. You know what I mean? It comes down to like the deleting thing, but I found like the block out, like hard quality time things really helped with that. And what else helped just like being intentional about like, other like the things that you could do for them like I just like was like okay like I could tell when he was like accommodating me like I was like working it like I knew you know like I'm at his house it's like 9 30 and I'm like fuck and I'm like tired. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean and then it's like maybe I just like give you a back rub tonight like and I don't say anything about it but just like you know, like, I just know. And you just, like, kind of try to, like, make up for it. And, like, he was so awesome. And, like, your dude sounds so great, too. And I'm sure, like, he's, like you said, he's so supportive, right? So I feel like it will find its way. I really think the block out idea is good advice. Um, we also live together <laughs> just because of right. how COVID all transpired. Because um, we are quite, like, new in the relationship and we live together. But, um I mean, because we live together and have been living together for like a long time now, it's like, I feel like I've been dating him for like five years, not six months. <laughs> and, um, but so we definitely have like in the beginning, like at basically since we both are working online, we can navigate our days around. So like anyone listening, if they also struggle with this, something that we do is like, so during the morning, like I'll probably have calls because obviously all my clients are in a different time zone. So I have like calls, podcast interviews, like onboarding calls. So, um, so I'm like basically busy in the morning and he knows that. And then during the afternoon, when it's like nice outside, when all my clients are asleep and when I have energy, we'll do like something, we'll just try to do something fun together. Like every single day, just for that quality time, like That's no phone on and and then we come back to work and then we know kind of like when we're working we're working we're still together yeah but it's not like because for me if we're together I'm like okay that's like quality time but for him since his love language is quality time it needs to be like phones off laptops closed us just like talking to each other so that's been something I've like had to like not just like 
not, a, I don't want to say accommodate, but just like know that that's what he wants. So that's just been an interesting thing to learn. And it's so funny how your relationship is always your mirror. So like, obviously my partner is this type of guy who's like number one love language. And obviously I'm the person who's like always working. So <laughs> but it's been really great for me because I'm also the type of person I think like you that could just work, 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 work. And that's obviously not super healthy. So having him, it's been great for me to like learn like, okay, bitch, you have five hours to get your shit done because we're doing this later and you'll, I always get it done. But, yeah. but working for yourself, it's like, okay, I have all day to get this done. It's like, do, 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 do. So I think it's been really good for that. Totally. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah definitely. The same thing around slowing down. It's been like such just like a positive influence like lit- around that. And I'm like, yes, I would have literally worked all night. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. Um, okay, we're coming near an end. I can't believe it's almost been an hour. I'm like this one by in two seconds. Um, seriously, I we have to do a part time. two because yeah. Unfortunately, I have a call in 10 minutes. Um so I booked myself back to back. I'm so bad. Um, but I wanna ask you so many more questions. So I think we have to do a part two. But I, my final question for you is I want to know what your favorite manifestation yet is because you are such a manifesting queen and maybe you've already mentioned it, but I want to know like what your story was and how you did it. Oh, I know. And like, I was so funny because I was like, Ooh, I don't know the answer to this question when I read it in your email. I honestly, what comes to mind is the manifestation that hasn't happened yet, but I know it's coming because it's coming. And I think I want to tell you that one because it is way more juicy, but it's around real estate. Cause I'm like a super nerd. So like the real K we'll talk about like manifestation that's actually happened is my house. Um, while I was conveniently in that contract, I also was like, Oh, this is a perfect me strategy. I was like, Oh, this is the only time in the next two years that I'm going to be like guaranteed having a salary on paper. So I better try and get a mortgage because like I knew I was going to be Audi. Exactly. Because for any of you who don't know this yet um, in Canada for to get a mortgage and if you're self-employed, you have to have two years of completed financial documents that like like within that same business um, before they like that any the banks will consider it like as income towards lending, which is lame AF. But at the end of the day, they're protecting themselves. So I was like, oops, got to do this. I ended up buying this house. My parents did help me. There is no shame there, but I am the one, the sole owner of the house on paper. So congratulations. That's amazing. (laughs) Yes. And I loved that. Um, But my what and what this is a stepping stone for this house that I'm in right now. And my favorite manifestation to date is going to be my beach house in the Turks and Caicos Islands, because that is my favorite, most favorite place in the world. And I am going to own a beach house there in the next two years. And when I do, I'm going to run a retreat and all you bitches can come. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm literally on the first flight there. I'm coming. <laughs> Let's do that. But so uh, that one, how I did it is I literally kept visiting there and also legit 
talking to people who are expats there, like just like Bali, it's like really popular for like expats. Um, Yeah. One of my friends there just like is like moving there with her family and like built a villa there. And so I'm like hanging out with them a ton. It's on my vision board on my like phone, on my computer. And I'm basically, yeah, just like going to make a ton of money. I'm going to flip my house and then I'm going to, move to Turks and Caicos and run my business from the beach. Okay. That's everything. Also, you know, my biggest manifestation will be my villa in Bali. So love that for us. We can just like do like the holiday, but better. (gasps) Yes. We can do like little like house trades. (gasps) Wait, holiday is my favorite movie. I just watched that. It's not yours. Okay, well, it's like at least my, it's definitely my favorite Christmas time movie, 100%. We're the same person, I'm freaking out. We need part two, like literally, let's record part two tomorrow because this is too good. We haven't even talked business yet. Like, we need to talk business. I know. We need to talk business. Okay, let's record a pod on yours. I'm free. Yeah, we'll record part two and publish it online. And it could totally be like everyone, we can collab. We should do a juicy mother effing giveaway. Oh my gosh. Would you love, I'm launching with the new version of my program in October. Would you love to do a giveaway of a website and a scholarship to my program on Instagram? Done. Done. Also, I really want to talk to you after this. I won't like bore all the podcast listeners. Or maybe they'd like, they probably know the ass bitches and they want to know. I know I am. I want to talk to you about like collaborating on something big because you love numbers. I love design. We have the exact same target market. Yeah. So I think we're going to work together at some point. So everyone listening, stay tuned. We're going to like, I have a really good feeling about us doing something together. Yeah, I think we 125% should. And like, are you going to cut this off now? Because I want to actually, oh, I sorry. You have another call. I was going to like ask you, I'm like, I need to know your pricing because I need to know for when I'm referring clients to different people, like what your projects are priced at. Okay. Okay. We can talk all about that. And everyone listening, if you also want to know my pricing, you can book a discovery call with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'll just end this off, but just everyone know part two is coming on Katie's podcast and we'll leave the link in the description below for her podcast. So you can all subscribe to her. Where can we all stalk you? Because everyone listening is going to be like, holy shit, I'm obsessed with this girl. Where can we find you? You will literally want to stalk the F out of my brand new website at thewellnessmarketer.ca. So good. Yeah. Olivia and the current design team did an amazing job. I met her in Bali. I just, I had to like, I was like, you were amazing. Go check it out. I met her in Bali. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Swear. In January? Yeah. Wait, you were there? <laughs> I messaged you. I Wait, messaged were you, you. Were you on the um, Chakra Girls retreat? No, I was on the Freedom Rebellion retreat with Alyssa Coleman. And me and Olivia and Rach, Freedom Babe, mm-hmm. all met up at Milk... Milk and Madu? Milk and Madu, yeah. What? And Wait, what the hell? Wait, Alyssa? Wait, what the hell? Alyssa Coleman's coming on my podcast next week. Yeah, I know. I saw that. She's my business coach. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So okay. 
Bitch, I was in Bali from like January 4th to like the 18th or something. What is wrong with you? I literally messaged you. Why don't I remember this? It must have been a weird overlap because like they weren't the exact same times, like the two retreats. Like I'm pretty sure I messaged you and you had just got to Australia. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. I'm like, obviously, oh my God, I just opened my Instagram and you're literally there. (laughs) I'm going to Google like what you or look up when you messaged me. So that's really weird because obviously we would have hung out. Yeah. No, anyway. Talk you on your new website at the wellness marketer on Instagram, the wellness marketer podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, literally just the wellness marketer everywhere. And those are the only three places that matter. Literally slide into okay. the DMs because I'll hide. And we're going to link that all below. Um, follow Katie and make sure you're following me. So when we do our giveaway, that's definitely yes. coming. I love that idea. And then also, yeah, just stay tuned for our next episode on Kitty's podcast. It's going to be fire when we talk actually like business. Like, I think this was such an amazing episode. I'm so excited. So we'll get more deep into like the nitty gritties of like business and like hitting those mm-hmm. big ones. And Instagram okay. things. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much to everyone who listened and stay tuned for next week's episode because we have Alyssa Coleman coming on, which is going to be so exciting. And yeah, thanks so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye guys. Bye.